Welcome back to Watching Friends. We've made it to Season 4, Episode 14, the one with Joey's Dirty Day. Hi, I'm Ryan, and I stink. And I'm Mark, and apparently to you lot, I look like i got a balloon of cocaine stuffed up my bum. You do, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, welcome back. Um, how have you been, Mark? Not too bad. How have you been? I've been great. I've been in Greece for a week. Uh, so I've just got back, I guess, at time of recording, and I imagine my very slight tan will have faded entirely. By the time this goes out. You had a turn? I didn't notice. <laughs> On the first day, we arrived, uh, well, we ended up hitting the beach late in the afternoon. So the sun was on my left. And I'd put sun cream on, but clearly not enough. Uh, and then when I got home that evening into the Airbnb and looked in the mirror, I looked like a drumstick lollipop. One side of me was pink and the other was just perfectly <laughs> pale. So I spent the rest of the week trying to like even myself out. Okay, how you did could- you manage that? I just kind of well, just got up earlier. Just, just so the, like, the sun is on the east. I need, need to walk this way. Yeah, just be uh, unrotating around on the sun lounge. <laughs> yeah. I said to my partner, like, quick swab, the sun's on that side. <laughs> so I could try it even out. She tanned like, immediately, um, and I just went pink. So so did you have two fours? Yeah, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Mississippi. <laughs> um, but I had a very nice time in Greece. Climbed Mount Ida. I say climbed. We drove 90% of it, and you've got to climb like the last bit to get and By to climb, it. you actually mean a walk up a not very steep off. Uh, it was very windy, a little bit steep. Uh, it was really poorly like paved. I mean, it's a mountain, I suppose. Uh, but I went to Zeus's cave, where Zeus was born, and grew up hiding from his daddy, Kronos. I just had a very nice, geeky time in the cave. And we went to Nossos, which is an old palace that was supposedly where the Minotaur was, um, which kept making me laugh, because they kept referring to the old palace and the new palace. The new palace, Mark, is 4,000 years old. Okay. Yeah, so it's very new. <laughs> yeah. And then the old palace is like 9,000 years old, and it was just it's ridiculous. It was very, very cool to be in like in the hub of democracy and civilization, I guess. Oh, I'm glad um, you had a fun holiday. Yeah, now I'm back in Blighty. Um, but before we get any further, just want to thank our patrons, because even though I had a nice holiday, we wouldn't be back here doing Watching Friends if it wasn't for those guys. Well, <laughs> well, well yeah, you're right. We wouldn't be here doing this, uh, but also that did not fund your trip. It did not. At all. <laughs> if you'd like to fund my holidays, <laughs> feel free, but no, all of the, the Patreon cash goes into letting us do the podcast. Um, and I would like to thank Jonathan, Paul and Deborah, because as we've often said, we really can't do the show without you and we do greatly appreciate the support. Yeah, and you can also join it at patreon.com forward slash watching friends and you can help support us. And uh, I think that's going to bring us into one of our first reviews. Going to talk about, about those now. Uh, so, title is fun but occasionally wrong. Uh oh, <laughs> where is this going to go, Ryan? Uh, they gave us four stars. Um, I'm really enjoying this series, but occasionally wince at the lack of research. Not into Friends itself. Oh, you're off the hook there. Oh, now, right? <laughs> but into the US background. In the first Thanksgiving episode, for instance, they spend a long time speculating about what extra special American STI VD might be. Guys, VD is just the US term for STI. Do a little Googling sometimes, but always keep doing what you're doing. And that's Padapayuda? I don't know. There's a lot of U's in there, a lot of D's and a lot of P's. <laughs> it's a I username, yes. yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I will, you know, I'm going to come out with a serious answer. Um, first off, thank you for your review. It does help us. Yep. Uh, but we actually, you know, we do this in our spare time. Um, it actually takes us a quite a while to actually do these episodes. So for, for me, at least, it takes, you know, maybe 40 minutes to write down the episode because I'm watching the episode, I'm writing what they're doing at the same time. Then we also have to go in and listen to the clips. So that probably takes me about 10, 20 minutes of, again, watching the same episode again yep. and then picking out the, the clips I want to use. We then have to meet here, which should take about an hour and a half to record an episode, sometimes a bit longer depending on how many T's Ryan has. That's true, yep. Um, and, you know, in, in all that time, like, we don't really earn any money doing this. Like, yes, we have our Patreon. Uh, I think we earn, you know pocket change out of that which basically pays for the, the hosting of this podcast uh and you know i would love to be able to spend more time on doing research outside of friends because we do that as well we we go into friends fandom <laughs> every so often <laughs> um and you know we do look into things sometimes but yeah uh, at, at the same time some of this stuff like when it's coming like the the vd stuff it's literally just us having written that not thought about it and then during our chat just like oh that's a thing we can talk about yeah, not everything in the podcast is scripted. Like sometimes, especially my tangents, but sometimes that will just be, wait, Mark, what is VD? And we'll, it will just go from there naturally. Um, yeah, and given that it's a friends podcast and we chat about friends, we're not an American cultural podcast. We're not, you know, we're not getting into like 2A debates or that kind of thing. So 
the idea of researching a random quirk that comes up probably doesn't happen often enough, at least in my to my memory. But I'll be like, oh, it's worth me Googling this. But if you do join the Patreon, and about 50 other people did, then uh, we could do this as a full-time job. Yeah. And then we could spend all the time in the world uh, researching. So I'll research everything. I'll buy an encyclopedia <laughs> like Joey, but just one letter. And the joke answer is Americans know nothing about the world. <laughs> I mean, it's... I assumed it was a specific disease. But... Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, yeah, to be honest. But yeah, just but, say... But, but yeah, but yeah it's, it's a very... You know, I did look it up later, and VD is pretty much an outdated term now. It is STI or STD. Um, you might still hear it or see it about. Um, but yeah, it's... I assume it's something that was used over here long ago, but no, for us, it's always been STI and STD. Oh, I was gonna, I always remember it being referred to as the clap. Like, oh, you know, Barry's got yes. the clap. And again, that didn't specifically mean a disease. It just meant Or, or even just like, like they've got herpes, and it wouldn't necessarily mean they have herpes. It's just they have, they have something. <laughs> Unless they've got herpes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They've got herpes. They have something, right? Uh, we do have another review as well. Title of this one is Good? Question mark? No exclamation mark. Great. Oh, that's okay then. We recovered. Five, five stars. <laughs> uh, I love this podcast. I feel good. Love the facts and would recommend this podcast to anyone I know who loves friends or doesn't. I'll soon be buying membership as I've seen only four people have it currently. Yeah, that's true. So we look forward to seeing you shortly. When I was in Italy, I downloaded many episodes. And in the episode, the one where Chandler crosses the line, you mentioned downloads in Italy. And I couldn't help but think I help. Altogether, the best podcast I've ever listened to and a great friends fact and chat podcast. Thank you, Frey. And that's from Frey. Amazing. Thank you, Frey. That's really cool. Yes, really appreciate that. And and one last one. Uh, Girls Tales number one fan, who we've had on before. The title of this one is, in general, five stars again. Hi, I've written to you before, uh, but I would just want to say you guys are great and you should definitely continue doing your podcasts. Thanks for making your videos. I assume it means podcasts. Uh, I love them a lot. It's just so nice to find an appropriate fun friends podcast. Thanks again, your number one fan, and that's Girls Tales number one fan. So nice. thank you very much. Thank you very much again for writing a second review. I feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. So thank you for, for everyone for your reviews. Uh, you know, always appreciate some uh, constructive feedback. Definitely. Um, you know, it's it's something that we want to work on. Just make the best thing possible in the time that we have. Yeah. Plus, sometimes cultural confusion is entertaining. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We've had we've had quite a few reviews mention they like hearing our British aspect, I guess, of a American TV show because most of the Friends podcasts, and I assume all of them, are American. And it's the same with like video game podcasts or any podcast is too. There's there's definitely like a very American centric viewpoint. Yeah, true. A lot of the time. Um, so yeah, I think you know having our different viewpoints nice. But yeah, we are going to get it wrong when it comes to different countries from time to time. Unfortunately, yeah, it's like I remember one of my many tangents about when I went to New York and the chap in Manhattan didn't know how to make tea properly, and I was like appalled. Like, well, you know, he could have researched how to make tea, but he didn't. I had to educate him. But still, yeah, so yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, different yeah, cultures yeah. So are part of the fun. Educate us, so thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Um, but let's get into the episode. So we begin at the girls' apartment that is the boys' apartment. No, we just called it the, the girls' new apartment. That's what we decided on last time. Okay, so we're at the girls' apartment. The girls' new apartment. Girls' new apartment. Temporary apartment? Girls' new slash temporary apartment. We begin there, um, and Joey's sorting out fishing laws, and uh, Phoebe's enjoying all the stupid names Joey has for them. Uh, Monica joins in and asks what hers is, but apparently that's just a chunk of old stale sandwich, um, which is gross. Um, yeah, like fishing is not a clean thing to do. It's very smelly, very dirty. Even if you just sit on the banks of the river, yeah, you just end up just with the stink of the river. It's not a hobby that's ever appealed to me, to be fair. Like, it just seems traumatic for the fish, and it, I just know. It sounds fun until you actually have to do it. And then, like, if you do catch fish, and it's like, oh, how do I get it off safely without killing it? Yeah. And, like, I would happily sit, you know, by a river and read. For, yeah. for an afternoon. I don't need to catch an animal to enjoy myself, but still. Um, while this is going on, Ross is prattling about with the fishing rod and knocks over a lamp, because, um, you know, graceful as ever. Um, but Joey's super excited for his fishing trip with his father, uh, as his life is actually in a good spot. Um, yeah, I guess it's quite nice. You can have some like father-son time and you actually have like positive things to yeah. put in. Like, kind of like similar to you know, Monica and her mom's relationship and like, always picking at her. If you're having a good time, you'll be like, ha-ha, I can impress my dad. And, yeah. Yeah, feel nice. But Chandler enters from his bedroom, uh, followed by the chick and the duck. Uh, everyone stops talking, and Chandler tells them that they don't have to stop having fun just because he's there. Uh, Kathy didn't cheat on all of them, which I found <laughs> really funny. Um, 
I mean, apart from Joey, and then you know the pair yeah, get out. Yeah. Which is <laughs> like, she didn't shoot all of you, and then have uh, like a bro hug. Um, he then goes to the bathroom, still being tailed by the chick and the duck. Hey, Joey, I don't think that you should leave Chandler alone. I mean, it's only been two days since he broke up with Kathy. Maybe you can go fishing next week. Look, there's nothing I can do for him right now. He's still in his sweatpants. That's only phase one. <laughs> you know, I'll be back for phase two. I would never miss phase two. What's phase two? Getting drunk and going to a strip club. How does going to a strip club make him better? There are naked ladies there. Oh, and it helps him get to phase three, picturing yourself with other women. There are naked ladies there, too. Yeah. Yeah, sounds great. I mean, it does. I, got, I mean, I can't lie. I feel like these steps are culturally bound to uh, reference our earlier review. Um, I don't really know if they're the same stage as we have in the UK. <laughs> is that is that a thing that people have stages? I don't know. I mean, stage one for me definitely involves lots and lots of beer. Okay. Um, I remember a friend of mine going for a breakup at a similar time to me, and he got very drunk on tequila and passed out in front of my fridge. Um, but I wanted ice cream, and being the kind of man that you shouldn't get between in the ice cream, I remember putting my foot on him and like rolling him across <laughs> the floor to get into the freezer. But yeah, so maybe stage two for me is ice cream. I don't know. But yeah, I, th- I think this is a l- little bit Chandler esque having the stages no one else has stages when they break up in friends it's just Chandler his, his stages being sad and then naked women help him feel better I mean whatever works you know, yeah. you know, you know your, your plan is your plan and you should stick to it to be fair um, and then there we get the titles after which we join Rachel at work she's helping Joshua because uh, I know I love <laughs> but you love it being pronounced the right mark mm. uh, Joshua was trying on some clothes and she just stares at his butt um, but he has other body parts, like his hands. Apparently, he's got large hands, uh, and then he gloves. But before this, Mark, Rachel's boss asks a favour. Rachel, could I have a moment? Yes. I, I was wondering, my niece, you see, is in town from London. Uh-huh. Well, Shropshire, really, but you know. Well, she's about your age, I'd say. Anyway, I have tickets for the opera, Die Fledermaus. And I was wondering if you would like to keep a company this evening. Sure, you got it. Oh, great. Good. Count me in. Me, Flitter Mouse. Great. <laughs> I really... Oh, yes, of course. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. So? So? Gloves? Oh, right. Sorry. Right. I'll be right back. Actually, you know what? I kind of... I got to take off. Oh. But I was curious. Do you have any plans for tonight? No. I invested in this nightclub and it's opening tonight. Would you like to come? Yeah, that would be great. You're into hardcore S&M, right? Well, I, I get... I get I'm kidding. I, oh. <laughs> I gotta get there early, but I'm gonna put you on the VIP list, okay? okay? Look for me. Yeah, great, you betcha. I'll see you tonight. Okay. Okay. I almost forgot the tickets, didn't I? What? For you and Emily, tonight, deflate mouse. Oh, oh, right. I think you'll like it. It has two out of the three tenors. <gasps> Mark, is this what Americans think we sound like? Tell you who, Pip Pop. Up the apples and pears to get some Britney Spears. I mean, he sounds no. a lot more refined than your average Cockney. Yeah, he's not Cockney for a first yeah. time. Like, this is the problem with, with you, Ryan, is that you live north of London. The North, as we didn't call think it, he right? was Cockney, but <laughs> and, all the Cockney. And, and to you, everyone below the North is just Cockney. <laughs> no, not really. You don't sound Cockney. Um, and he doesn't sound Cockney, but all of the stuff you just said was like Cockney rhyming slang. Yes. So there's like Cockney's like, what's his face? Um, who was he? Who played Burr in Mary Poppins? Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. You got his kind of dreadful, dreadful accent. I thought you were singing it like Danny Dyer and, you know, the um, Finney Jones and stuff like that. Yeah, no, like, but. The way Rachel's boss sounds, he's like, deflate a mouse. Like, is that how all Americans think we sound? Because if so, I imagine this podcast came as a shock. Because they're like, wait a minute, they don't sound like deflate a mouse. Well, on the opposite side of this, so, you know, Americans apparently love the British accent. And as two people have been to America and be like, ah, the lady's going to love us when we turn up in New York. Uh, How disappointed were you when no one gave, uh, you know, anything about your accent? No one cared. No, one woman thought I was Australian. Yes, um, that, that, a lot of Americans do confuse like the Australian and the British accent. But I think they expect British people to sound exactly like you know Rachel's boss, like oh, very, very much you. the Queen's English. Yes, yeah. so, well, one would really like to get one's you know horse you know looked at. Yeah, very very RP. Yes, um, 
But, you know, I mean, maybe we should all sound like this, Mark. I wish I did. Um, like, honestly, I do wish I did. I mean, I'll try to affect <laughs> it and put it on. Or unless you can sound like Jodie Whittaker, and then you should sound like a proper Northern lass, because her accent's great too. Maybe, or the Irish accent. Yeah. But, but never, never Scottish. I mean, never Scottish. technically not British. We don't want to start a Troubles podcast. No, no. But, <laughs> but yeah. No, but yeah, I, you know, I think a lot of Americans, when you say British accent, this is what they assume to hear. And, and, you know, I think there's a, a lot of surprise, and probably not just Americans, but around the world. It's like you come to the UK, and actually there's a lot of accents here. Yeah, you drive for 20 minutes and we sound different. Yes, like, like lots of regional dialects definitely going on. And even British people don't understand, you know, half the other British people are saying. Yeah, I mean... Like, you, you live near, like, the black country, for example, mm-hmm. uh, which is in the West Midlands. Um, and, like, the, the stuff that they say, I can understand half the words they, they're saying. Yeah, I mean, people mistake... The, the black country accent and the, like, the West Brom accent for a Birmingham accent. Oh, it's a Brummy accent. It's like, that's not what Brummy sound like. Right. We don't have an accent. But because everyone from that area associates with the biggest city in the area, like, yeah. oh, that's what Brummy sound like. It's like, we don't, pap. We don't all sound like this. <laughs> it just, that's, 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 that, that's how Ryan sounds all the time. He's putting on a fake <laughs> accent for the podcast so you can understand it. But no, yeah, like my, my accent is pretty generic. You know? um, I, I do wish I had the, the proper British Queen's accent going on um well we all think of you as like cockney in london but it's very similar to what rachel's boss says where she's like she's from london well shropshire really whereas everyone yeah. south of the midlands says they're from london even though they're geographically closer to the midlands than london yep but at the same time you know you know we we do see in a later episode ross tries to do the english accent and he tries to do the stupid british like queen's accent and monica goes like don't don't do the accent and all my american friends are like oh harry potter it's like, no, stop adding extra, like, O's in for, for words. Just say Harry Potter. That just seemed to be the weird trend now where, I guess, in the 90s, we sounded like the Queen. Yeah. And now everyone sounds like Harry Potter. The amount of, like, memes and reels and videos I see in of, like, how we pronounce water. Yeah. And there's people just being like, oh, water. And they just, like, put O's in everything. And it's like, no one sounds like well, it's, it's like, you know, I say bath and grass and glasses. Yep. And you say? Bath. Well, I say bath, but most people say bath. And then path. And maybe glasses. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then do you say vase or vase? Vase, vase. Yeah, I, I said the posh way. The posh way, but yeah. I thought vase was the posh way. I don't know. <laughs> We're not posh, you <laughs> know. Um, but this is our first mention of Emily Mark. It is, and wow, how the fan base hate this woman. Like, if there's one despised do, character, do, do they really? They do. Because I, I always hated Emily, and I always felt like the odd one out. Because online, everyone seemed to quite like Emily. I think. I think there's like this, I guess two stages of Emily. There's there's pre I take the Rachel and post I take the Rachel and pre I take the Rachel. Emily's great. She's nice. Oh, uh, no, the the English accent just ruins it for me again. And we've mentioned this before. When you have Fraser and uh, Daphne's brothers and uh, mother comes on, and it's just like the worst British stereotypes possible, and they just go on and on. I think it's funny. It's like no, just. Just have normal couches on. And, well, e- and even in, in Friends, when they go to, to London, they have all the celebrities on. That's not how most of the celebrities sound like. They no. definitely put it on and been told. Put on, you know, a bit more of a British accent. Uh, same way, you know, Raj from the Big Bang Theory, you know, he's got an American accent. I assume born in America. They're like, no, you need to put on the Indian accent because, you know. People expect. Yes. Yeah. And it's funnier. Fair. Slightly racist. Yes, but yeah. yes, exactly. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think overall the fan base definitely despise Emily quite strongly. Um, although I suppose we aren't allowed to hate her yet, Mark. As she's not well, a she's not appeared, and b she hasn't done anything yet for us to dislike her. No, but there, again, we've mentioned this before. She was destined to be a brand new cast member that would be, you know, Rossi's wife going forward. And you know, things didn't work out because the the actress didn't want to be on the show. She didn't have a great time. Other things going on in her life. Blah blah blah. And I'm glad that never happened because I think she would have ruined, you know, six seasons of Friends being there. I don't think she would have. I mean, the, I'm mainly the actress whose name escapes me. Is that research again, Mark? Um, but she was in a British show called Cold Feet, and that was like her big break over here. And I guess it was wasn't as big as Friends, but it was a very, very big show. Yes, when over, it was over on. here, yeah. Like when they did like a reunion season, it was gigantic and was everywhere. Um, but I remember being just just too young to get into it because it was just about people in their relationships it was quite mature wasn't it yeah it was like oh this is a drama rubbish yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to watch that um, but yeah has your boss or a boss ever asked you to do them a favour by entertaining a member of their family no it seems deeply inappropriate yeah 
Uh, I kind of get it. Like, he's like, oh, she didn't know anyone, trust you, would you like to? But it, it's very out of place. Like, I'd be, be going, like, how much are you pay me for this? No, like, my, my time now. Well, it, like, how are you meant to say no to that? It's like, actually, no, I don't want to. I yeah. don't want to go to see Deflator Mouse. Well, it's not even like he's gone, hey, in a few weeks' time. It's like, tonight. Yeah. You, you, you're going. I assume he had the plan and a summit came up, so yes. he's ditching Emily on Rachel. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's doing it politely and Britishly, it seems okay. Yeah, that's, you know, it's the same with uh, evil guys in films. They're always British. Because you never suspect them. No, it's like in Star Wars, the Empire always English because that makes it more evil. And you know, we can, we can get away with our dry British humour. Yeah, you can you can be offensive, and people don't understand if you are being offensive or is, if it's the the humour again. It's like no, I'm being offensive. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. We're a shady bunch. Yes, um, but. Now back at Chandler's, uh, he sat in a chair surrounded by Monica, Phoebes and Ross, and he's decided he's never leaving the chair again. Um, he thought Kathy was the one, but now the chair is the one, along with the sweatpants. It's kind of gross if you start thinking about it. It is. I also think the term sweatpants is gross. Yeah. Because I don't, we don't call them sweatpants in the UK, we call them jogging bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> Which every America's gone, no, no, that is far worse. <laughs> Put on your jogging bottoms. Put on your jogging bottoms. But like sweatpants just sounds, well, it's got the word sweat in it, so it immediately sounds gross. Jogging bottoms sounds quite jovial. Like, it, does, it has the word bottom in it. Look, Mark, pass my jogging bottoms. <laughs> yeah. Are we going for a jog on our jogging bottoms? <laughs> just like, it, it just sounds better than sweatpants. Um, but I also like how it, there's this weird, I guess, kind of American idea of that sitting around in your sweatpants is terrible. Um, like in slovenly but I'm like I'd love nothing more to get home and stick on some comfy joggers and relax I think it's quite slovenly here as well there used to be um, a comedy sketch show called Harry Enfield and Chums and it had a, a couple of characters called the Slobs Waynetta Slob I remember the Slobs and, yeah. and they definitely were like they wore the, the white beaters and had the, the jogging bottoms on that were stained and hadn't been washed for a while tracksuits yes and uh, now I, th- I think people if you went out in jogging bottoms now they're either go- you're either going for a run and you look like it or you clearly could not be able to get dressed this morning and to me most of the time to yes. be fair um, although having returned from holiday I'm resenting trousers now because I can't wear shorts as often because we're in England you want to be like Joey just free and easy yeah but you know not showing brain <laughs> <laughs> um, Joey uh, gets home and he stinks uh, apparently he fell into the bait tray at the fish shop I'm like, how big is this bait tray like if you, you've not seen some, some of them are like big barrels and it's just filled with worms, worms. from top to bottom yeah uh, ugh, um, he stinks so badly though Mark that when he moves over to Chandler Chandler abandons the one and uh, leaves the chair <laughs> yeah. uh, Joey heads straight into his room all excited because tomorrow he's getting to act alongside Charleston Heston like seriously wouldn't you just quickly have a shower like could you really go to bed just smelling like that without even a two two minute shower nope you have the, if you think you got a shower yeah, yeah like how can you relax when you can smell yourself yes the only time I ever did it was after getting back from hockey practice once, um, and it was when Jess and I had first started dating, and she hadn't yet experienced hockey stank, as we called it. So after a practice in 4K, I didn't shower. I went straight home and climbed into bed, at which point she like puts her head on my chest to you know relax, and then just goes, ah, and just starts punching me and having to get out of the bed. Not you know in the face, like just gently like punching <laughs> just me. Just in the groin. Well, it wasn't abusive. Um, like telling me to get out of the bed because I stink. But yeah, this is, you know, hockey stank is hockey stank. Um, so you've got a shower. Like, how are you going to sleep in your sheets? Are you all gross? Yeah. No, just, no, no, just quick, a quick two-minute shower if, if that's all you can afford time before you... Like, this is the thing. When you've got to go to sleep, you can spend an extra few minutes doing things. It's when you wake up in the morning that you don't have that extra time. Yeah, I mean, I would still shower because, you know, ugh. yeah. But still. Um, now, I know Charleston Heston Mark is an actor. I know he's an actor because I've seen him in movies. Um, he's from Ben-Hur and Planet of the Apes, you damn dirty apes. I know who Charleston Heston is. But I can't hear his name now without thinking about his cold, dead hands quote. Are you familiar with this? No. So, Charleston Heston was like the chairman, spokesperson, like top man in the NRA. Yes. Um, you got some American research for yes, you. I, yes, I remember now. He has some very outspoken views, doesn't he? He did. And there was a speech they did, which if memory serves, was in a town like a week after a school shooting. So it was in very, very poor taste. Um, but he basically was talking about Second Amendment laws and restrictions and gun control. And he basically said, you can take my gun when you pry it from my cold, dead hands which is a take on an earlier preference from someone else, but that is how the quote is now remembered as Charlton Heston, which is really, really weird seeing him in this because I'm like, oh, there's that gun nut. Yeah. <laughs> Just look. There, there, there's been a few people. Like, I feel like Clint Eastwood is another one 
of these like old famous actors who for the time were at the top of the game like just untouchable and then as they get into their old age it's like oh it's like racist grandma's back again like they they come and say things they don't care what they say no. um and you know it might just be you know outdated because you know they've lived a long life where you know they've had to go through all these changes and they've not changed with it um or it could just be they don't care anymore because they're old and rich I mean, yeah, since you're old and rich, you don't really have to worry about getting cancelled because you can't cancel your bank account. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, I guess it's to a front from the American perspective. Like, I kind of sympathise with people who support the Second Amendment and then I also see why people are, you know, are against firearms. Um, it's probably just a time and a place to say certain things, though. Yeah, and, yeah, and using the phrase, my cold dead hand is a bit, yeah. you know. It gets it's very, very stirring for, you know, your supporters. It's a good way to rally the troops, so yeah. to speak, but it's not the most delicate of sentences. But away from that, uh, Rachel arrives and she's desperate for someone to take Emily to the opera. Have you been to the opera, Mark? No, I've not. I've been once. It was good. Um, did, did you have the little opera glasses on? I didn't. <laughs> uh, I was with an ex-girlfriend who wore a very fancy gown to the opera. Um, that was a little loose around the chest. And, the, and there's you in your hockey jersey. <laughs> I, I, wore, I wore nice clothes. Um, and an old man sat next to us just spent the entire opera staring at my girlfriend's chest. But he was like 82. He was so <laughs> old and like just, just, yeah, he couldn't. But it was, I found it really funny. Go, go on, man. You deserved it. I was like, she was like, he keeps staring at my boobs. And I looked and he clearly was. And I just started laughing because he was just comical to me. She was not impressed. Um, but still. Um, but she reasoned she And how was the opera, Ryan? <laughs> the, the opera was good. I don't remember it. We went to see Carmen. Um, it, I really enjoyed it. She did not. She hated it because she couldn't follow it and then got annoyed that I could. Okay. But, you know, that's why she's an ex. <laughs> um, yeah, but Emily needs to go to the opera. And Rachel really wants someone else to take her so she can go see Joshua uh, at his club. Um, and it's the only chance for him to see fun Rachel instead of work Rachel. Yeah. I mean, how much fun can you have at the opera? I mean, I, I, opera to me is Frasier. And uh, yeah. that, that never looked like sank that uh, was that enjoyable to me. To me, opera is like Shakespeare in where it's been kind of cloaked in this kind of like upper class elitism. Yes. Um, where, you know, it's like, oh, well, that's not for the, the common folk. And it is. It's just, it's basically a fancy musical. It's yeah. just sung and, and arranged differently. Um, so, yeah, I don't really get on with the elitism attached to it, but it, it can be enjoyable enough. Um, but nobody is free to help Rachel out, Mark, apart from Ross. Now, of course, of course. Ross is eating what appears to be a dry cracker in this scene. What is wrong with that man? Why would you eat a dry cracker? Yeah, like... You know, you have the cracker, but then you have stuff on top of it. Yeah, you have like you some dip, or you put some butter on it, or you something know. that adds some moisture yeah, to the just cracker. A, just a sandy <laughs> mouth. I don't know. Just yeah. Ross is weird. Um, after a bit of convincing, uh, Ross reluctantly agrees. Um, the door knocks. Uh, Monica opens it, and we meet Emily for the first time. Emily. Yes. I'm Rachel Green. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> there has been a teeny, teeny change of plans. Turns out. I'm not free tonight, so... Really? <laughs> well, that's just lovely, isn't it? I must have missed your call, even though I didn't leave the flat all day. Oh, well, no, I... No, 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 that's not rude. It's perfectly in keeping with the trip where I've already been run down by one of your wiener carts. <laughs> and been strip-searched at John F. Kennedy Airport. Apparently, to you people, I look like someone who's got a balloon full of cocaine stuffed up their bum. <laughs> I, I, I think you look great. <laughs> Good night. It was very nice to meet you all. I'll get him. Please, hurry. Okay. <laughs> Lovely bit of sarcasm from Ross at the end there. Well, yeah, like, you know, she, she does not come across well. Like, yeah, she's been, you know, run down by a wiener car and, you know, been drenched on and whatever else. Strip has, searched. Yeah, and... whatever else happened, right? She's not had a, had a great time. But it's just like, if you meet someone like that, immediately your first impression is, oh, I don't like this person, they're just angry and annoying. Yeah, I mean, I often think of the fan base, we're too harsh on Emily. Um, but as far as first impressions go, this is not a great one. And for me, it's the, it comes down to the English accent again, the way she like, pronounces bum, like puts, bum. A, puts an extra like, O in there somewhere. Like very much, I'm sure her accent probably is this in real life. But it just feels like there's, there's a lot of fake Britishness accent coming through it. I would imagine she went to drama school in England at a very particular time where you were still taught, you know, RP. The, the only people I know who speak like this go to Elton, uh, not Elton, Eton. <laughs> if you go to Elton, speak very differently. <laughs> yeah, yes. go, go to Eton, right? Which is, you know, 
where will the politicians and the fancy people go to? Yeah, um, yeah I don't. I, in my whole life, I don't know really anyone who speaks like this. Uh, once when I used to fence, there was the lady who ran the fencing. Oh, club. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't you, right? Were you fencing? <laughs> it wasn't me no. <laughs> at the opera. <laughs> like seriously, the more you tell us about your life, I'm like, is he secretly one of these people? <laughs> I wish I was secretly rich. <laughs> Do you um, have a horse that you ride? I don't. I did used to ride horses back in the day. Of course you did. Uh, only because my granddad would take my sister and I would just get FOMO, but we didn't have a name for FOMO then, so I would just do it too. How, how many servants do you have at your house, Ryan? Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I do think we're harsh on Emily, but this this first impression, it's a tough one. I also have loved lots of questions for Emily on this. But I'm like, so you've landed, you've been strip searched, you've clearly gone and dropped some stuff off because she's not actually got a suitcase with her. And then she's got a bit wet in the rain. Like, I definitely feel like she's having a bad day, but taking out on random strangers, especially when she uses line, I couldn't want to do to you people. It's like no sentence that is good starts with the phrase, you <laughs> no, people. No, no. <laughs> no, you're right there. Like, she must be dry at some point. Like, she, she got into a cab, right? So her hair would have dried there. Or what? Like, I don't know. You can sort yourself out if you get drenched. Yeah, I mean... We, we've discussed this before when you got drenched in London and you got a new pair of trousers and you was fine after that. Because, Mark... England expects, and it expects us to keep calm and carry on. Yes. And Emily lets the side down here. Let's be honest. She does not have a stiff upper lip. She does not. She's got a soggy, <laughs> flapping lip, or she complains <laughs> at people she just met. Just letting the side down. Yeah. yeah it's disgraceful. Um, and it's I want to know what she did at the airport, though, to uh, get strip searched. I mean, I just assumed that there was a pervy security guard. Right. decided <laughs> he wanted to see Andy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they go that far, but... Uh... She found out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but after a very intense meeting of Emily, I think it's time for an advert break. So, Ryan, uh, the advert's been playing. Um, have you been enjoying them? I have. Uh, they're going to get better because now it's time for an advert of our very own. Yeah. We're going to tell you about our Patreon if you haven't heard about it. Um, I'm sure you have done. It's at patreon.com forward slash watching friends. And it's basically a way to help us support making this show. Yes, it does obviously cost things. And if you can help us share that cost, it means we can bring you more content and continue this journey that we're on. So, yeah, you can support us for a pound a month, a dollar a month, a euro a month, whatever your currency is. And that will gain you access into the Patreon. Or there is the five pound and up tier, which gets you extra bonus content. So extra episodes every month uh, featuring us talking about the likes of Joey and, you know, just random uh, friend stuff so we did a episode recently where ryan did a very difficult friends quiz so you can join in with that as well it was very difficult um and yeah it allows us to bring you more content like this so come join us please do welcome back it's now the next morning and uh, phoebe thinks the baby's kicked um they didn't it was just the elastic snapping on her pants. Okay, that's Which a bit of a different feel. Such a throwaway joke, but it makes me laugh so much. Then um, Joey comes rushing out of his room because he's overslept, and he still stinks, but he hasn't got time to shower. Um, he's got to run 10 blocks to get to his job, then he should be okay. And uh, Monica comments that him running 10 blocks will really help with the smell. Okay, even if you're late, to have a shower. How long does it take you to shower? Like, if you're in a rush, you can do it in 60 seconds, right? Yeah. Just, Just... Water on, don't care if it's hot or cold. In wet soap, go. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm someone who, you know, would shower probably like a couple of times a week and then have a bath as well, right? But when I shower, it's, you know, five minutes. So I'm, not, I'm one of those kind of quick shower people. I know people who take an hour in the shower. An hour? Yeah. What are they doing in there? I, I well, don't, I don't know. want to know, actually. <laughs> no, I, yeah, like, how do you stand under the shower? So long. But there are they're, they're different types. There, there are some people who never have baths. Like, I think you're one of those. You don't enjoy a bath, do you? Uh, I will have a bath for relaxation purposes and then stand up in the shower to clean myself. Right, okay. Whereas, you know, there's there's other people who, you know, will have to have a long shower. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I In the past, it's normally because they've got longer hair. Okay, your hair takes a while. But how long does it take for you to shower? Uh, I mean, if I'm washing my hair, probably I mean, 10 minutes. Yeah, so, you, so you're in and out, in and fair, out. Yes. fairly quickly. You're not using the whole of the water tank, are you? No. So... Yeah, Joey, you're late, but you absolutely stink. Like, if you stink that badly, like, you're not going to get anywhere in this job. Yeah. Just be two extra minutes late and be clean and smell great. Yeah, you're, you're, the first impression of being late is not good. Stinking is worse. 
Yes. Like, oh, you know, it's New York, traffic is busy. Like, people can expect you to be late sometimes, even if it doesn't look good professionally. But turning up and stinking to high heaven is not. And running 10 blocks is just far, far, really. Yeah, I remember my first trip to New York, and blocks never sounded that far. You're like, oh, it's only five blocks, that's pretty quick. And then, I mean, I've only been to, you know, New York and New Jersey, but blocks are big. Yeah. Like, 10 blocks is not a small run. Now, you could, could argue, why didn't he get a taxi? And like, yeah, traffic. Yep. Uh, why didn't he get the subway? Maybe there's not a station to the places. But, yeah, 10 blocks is far. I feel like there's got to be a quicker way where he could have showered and still got there on time. Fair. I remember when I was in New York one time and I wanted to go to a hotel. I forget the name of the hotel. Empire Hotel, maybe? Um, and it's an empire. It's a hotel from Gossip Girl, the TV show. And we were only going there because they make a specific cocktail named after all the characters from Gossip Girl, Truck Bass. And our subway cards had run out and I was refusing to spend more money on the subway on our last day of holiday, or the day before the last day of holiday, to, to just go here. But forgetting how big blocks were, I made myself and my friend walk from Times Square all the way to the Upper East Side. Um, I That's think he, far. Yeah. As many hours. <laughs> it took us a while. Um, like, I, I'm definitely that person who's like, oh, we'll just walk it. It's like only over there and like five hours later. Like, but I, I enjoy walking. Because well, it's all numbered. Your brain just assumes it's easy. You're yeah. like, oh, we're on 32nd Street. Oh, it's only on 74th. That's, that's only like 30 odd blocks. That's easy. <laughs> no, it's long. <laughs> we did get there. Um, my friend didn't have a cocktail because he doesn't drink, but uh, Jess had hers and didn't like it. So I had two. So I was definitely rewarded for my walk, I think. Uh, but yeah, Joey arrives smelling, I imagine. Um, and we got our next clip of the episode. So, how did it go with Joshua last night? Oh, well, I didn't see Joshua, but I did punch a girl in the face. What? Why? Well, the whole night was horrible. It was pouring down rain, and when I got there, there was no Rachel Green on the list, but there was a Rachel Greep. Oh, so did you get to meet her? <laughs> no, there is no Rachel Greep. But then this other girl overheard us, and she was all, I'm Rachel Greep, I'm Rachel Greep, and he let her right in. So you hit her in the face? No, she was already in. But then this big bitch behind me tried to steal my umbrella. So I clocked her. I can't believe this. All I wanted was just a few hours outside of work to see Joshua so that he could go ahead and start falling in love with me. Aw, Thebes. Honey, that's your name. That's short for Phoebe? I thought that's just what we called each other. Hey, you're wearing pants. That's right. Where are the guys? I'm ready to get drunk and see some strippers. It's 9.30 in the morning. I got a breakfast buffet. Hello? Oh, hey, Ross. Ooh, let me talk to him. Oh, oh my God. Well, can I just... Shh. Wait, what? She's shushing me. It's my phone and she's shushing... Shh, please. What's he saying? He's with Emily at a bed and breakfast in Vermont. What? Oh, my God. Who the hell is Emily? <gasps> no. Well, someone had a much better night than Rachel. Oh, Phoebes. I quite, I quite <laughs> like that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Phoebe just I thought we were calling each other. It's so perfectly Phoebe to be there. Uh, yeah, I, I love the realisation for Rachel where it's like, who's Emily? No. no. <laughs> also, where did violent Rachel come from? Yeah, because she's just like, yeah, and then I clocked her. I clocked her. I pushed a bitch in the face. And it's just like, okay, someone's in a mood. Like, it is annoying. She's gone to the bouncer and Rachel Green's annoying, but it's Rachel Greep. It's like, well, it's clearly me, isn't it? Bouncer man. Yep. Like, I'm Rachel Greep. Like, go away. Also, if someone behind me was like, oh, I'm Ryan Padua, I'd be like, have you got ID? Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, check their ID. And that was the other... Obviously, no. Now, this would all be solved in a matter of seconds in modern day world, because she would just send him a quick text message... And he would come out and go, oh, yeah, she can come in. Let her in. I saw a meme today, and it was, can someone make a documentary about millennials ruining the doorbell industry by texting the words, I'm here? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's true. I don't remember the last time I rang someone's doorbell. I just go, I'm outside. Yeah, it's just yeah I, I don't want to interact with your door. No, just I'm outside. Um, yeah, but poor Rachel. I do kind of feel bad for her. You know, she went for all, you know, trying to move on. Well, at this, this point in time, even though she's got her, her Joshua, Joshua or whatever, like, she clearly... Her and Ross are clearly trying to one-up each other by yeah. being like, look, I don't need you, but secretly you do want them. Well, I feel like it's been petty up to this point, and Joshua is the first 
person Rachel's met where she's like, actually this this could work like this is a genuine attraction as opposed to I mean it's obviously still very much a crush because yes. they've not spent that much time together but it's not like the other people they've been seeing where it's just let's score points well especially if she just needs to spend some time with him for him to begin falling in love with her <laughs> that's fair we've all had that logic at one point I'm sure <laughs> um, but well I mean have you ever spent an evening with someone Mark and then jetted off to a part of the country no I don't, I'd like to though. that could be quite fun fair to, where would you go don't know Vegas. Vegas. Vegas, really, yeah. Where we lope right away. No, I think, you know, there's quite a few few stories where, you know, we've had the one with the guys and Gandalf where they're just like, oh, we just got on a boat and just went somewhere. I think, you know, there's a lot of fun in just like, hey, should we just go somewhere for the day? Done. Fair. Like, normally, it normally comes down for me for money. And like, oh, should we go go there and get hotels? Like, oh, it's the train's really expensive and then the hotel's going to be more expensive and then we've got to get food. I don't have any clothes, got to buy clothes and you just talk yourself out of it. Yeah, spontaneity is fun. It's also expensive. Yes. <laughs> it's not It's not as easy to do. Um, but yeah, um, Ross is chatting on the phone uh, to Monica extolling the virtues of Emily uh, when Emily bursts back into their room to tell him that there's a deer outside eating fruit in the orchard. There's a deer outside eating fruit in the orchard. <laughs> it's such a weird sentence. Like, there's nothing about the sentence that flows well. It's no. just, just weird. But I mean, you know, there is only probably one way to say there's a deer outside eating fruit in the orchard, and that is to say there's a deer outside eating fruit Ross should have just gone, there's a pretty girl in my room. I need to leave now, Monica, because I might lose her forever otherwise, because I'm Ross. Well, we often talk about how the Gellers, the Geller siblings have a strangely close relationship. I've never had a one night stand and then called the house to be like, I'm doing this. Yes. Like, it's very odd. I guess there's the whole, hey, guys, I'm safe. Like, don't worry. I know I know. I should have been there this morning. I'm actually in Vermont. You know, I am safe. I've not died. Well, I already fixed this in my head, Mark. All he needed to have done was be like, hi, I'm in Vermont. I'm meant to have Ben this morning. Can you be at my apartment to pick him up? And then he's got a reason to call his sister to tell her this story. Otherwise, it's just weird. I guess, maybe. If they could have put that extra sentence in there. I mean, again, it would be a text message now, just going, hi, I'm in Vermont, don't worry about me, I'll call you later, bye. But I wouldn't text my sister that I'm in Vermont, I'd just go because, to Vermont. Because all they know is that Ross has disappeared with mysterious British lady who could be secretly evil. And have cocaine up of them. Yes. That's true, she could be a drug lord. <laughs> she <laughs> could, just don't know. Yeah, we don't know. She could have done anything to Ross. Poor Ross, he's so, you know, anyone can convince him to do anything. I mean, yeah, he's not exactly... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not Mr. You. Science Guy. No. Um, Rachel is now in a terrible mood, though, Mark. It's not because she, you know, cares about Ross and Emily. She's just frustrated about getting nowhere with Joshua. Um, I don't believe her, Mark, do you? No, I think it's a bit of both, right? So she's definitely, like, annoyed that she didn't get to see Josh. Because, yep. you know, he can begin falling in love with her and they can have, have a great relationship. But she's also annoyed that she has set Ross up with a beautiful, attractive English lady... Yep, it's not just that, you like, know, Ross is moving on. It's that she, no. she threw the English lady at him. She, she wants to have her cake and eat it. She wants to have, have Josh's babies, but Ross needs to be single and pining for her the whole time. I mean, don't we all want that? Just someone to, to want us if we don't want them. No, Mike, that's toxic. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> uh, but Chandler is also upset. He's upset that Ross being in Vermont is delaying phase two. So his trousers come off to reveal the sweatpants underneath. Uh, but Phoebes and Monica have a great idea that they could be the guys and go to the strip club with him. I did like how, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to strip club. And they're like, it's quite early. He's like, yeah, they have an all-day buffet Take there. That's <laughs> fine. It's like just naked I, chicks all the time. I feel like American strip clubs are, are different to British ones. I don't know if you've ever been to one. I have not. I'm sure we've discussed this in the past. Maybe. I um, just To me, it's why am I starting the engine if I'm not going anywhere? Yeah, I've never asked to strip clubs. Like, I've always been part of bachelor parties or whatever. Uh, they've never had food on offer, that's for sure. And uh, whenever I've seen it in like TV shows, it's normally just like it feels like a bar, and there just happens to be some people dancing. Yeah, because it's just it's just a bunch of guys there smoking, having you know pork scratchings, having a drink, having a chat, and there just happens to be pretty ladies there, but they're not the main deal. It's the same way when you know you watch um, like Buffy, and they're at the club. They're not there for the band though. The band is playing in the background, and no one could care the band is playing. They're just background noise. And it's like these women are just background distraction. That's not what strip clubs are here. They are very much, there are pretty women here who are trying to take money out of your pockets. Is that what you want to dance? No. No. (laughs) Like, I mean, if they had food here, I'd probably more likely to go. (laughs) 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 Do you want to have dance? No, I've got some wings, thank you. No, I've got hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> True. Um, Joey has made it to his job, Mark. Uh, he still stinks, and he tries to blame Charleston Heston. But it can't be Charleston, Mark, because uh, he's the only person on set with a shower in his dressing room. And this gives Joey a plan. Hey, I got some ones. You want to put them in her panties? No, thanks. Mom. Oh, no, um, hi, that, that. Um, you have to put that out because I'm pregnant. So. Oh, maybe you and your baby ought to go to another strip club. Uh-huh. It's not my baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very good, yes. So, really, really enjoyed it. Very exotic. Well, I just checked our messages and Joshua didn't call. I mean, you would think he would be worried about me not showing up at his club. Oh, and you know what makes it so much worse? Ross is all happy and Vermont. Come on, look where you are! Get a sec, another round of daiquiris. Remember, um, virgin for me, please. Oh, and don't let me leave without getting the name of that carpet guy. Oh. Come on! <laughs> right, you know what, you know what, I'm just gonna go home and call Kat. Think it'll help? No, that was a test. You know, in a couple hours, I'm going to get really drunk, and I'm going to want to call Kathy, and you guys are going to have to stop me. And then after that, I'm going to be so drunk, I'm going to want to call Janice. You should. How is she? Oh! Have you ever wondered why there are so many singles in American money? No. I think it's just for strip clubs, because where else do you use a single dollar bill? I feel like inflation, though, that makes you cheap now. You're putting <laughs> singles into a stripper's dollar in 2023. You're tight. Especially as most other countries have coins for that sort of money. Yep. Which doesn't really work in a G-string, admittedly. No, you can't just whip pound coins at <laughs> no, But I know most Americans that I've ever met have been like, yeah, hate, hate dollar bills because, you know, you put them in your wallet or your purse and it's like, oh, I've got tons of money here. And you go, oh, actually, I've got $7. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's the only reason they exist is for strip clubs. Yeah. Nice. And, and probably Coke. And Coke. I have to bait and get a Coke for a dollar nowadays. Let <laughs> me just retire the dollar I'm bill. I'm not talking about that sort of Coke. Oh. <laughs> Fair. Um... Mark, the girls are absolutely terrible phase two buddies. They definitely are. Like it's it's like Charlie going to a club, if he went with, with the women, would be a terrible idea because any other woman who would might want to date Chandler would instantly be put off. I'd be like, No, he's clearly with those attractive women over there. Maybe he's dating one of them, maybe one of them is his girlfriend or wife or whatever. Um going to a strip club, yeah, like they're ruining it for him because he wants to have a fun time. Yeah. Think about these women being with him and not talking about you know daiquiris and i mean not to get overly deep but i guess it's you know the the male gaze versus the female one yes. whereas the girls are like look at this stripper she seems really nice let's talk to her about carpets or whatever yeah whereas men are like sexy lady and yeah. that's <laughs> as much as our thoughts happen um i don't remember if you guys were helpful during my last breakup <laughs> i was like were the guys any good in my phase two did i have a phase two and i was like i don't remember so i'm assuming you weren't we were great. We remember we came out to your house and one of them got drunk and decided to lie on the floor <laughs> in front of your fridge and block the ice cream to, you know, to help you lose weight and be more attractive. Didn't work. No. <laughs> no, we were we were there for you, Ryan. We we made jokes about it. You did. You that's did that's what we did. Two weeks in and you're already making jokes. <laughs> that's made, yeah. No, you were helpful, really. I'm just teasing. You were all very lovely. Um, but we never took you to the strip club, which is probably what we should have done. But it definitely would have been like... Uh, Ross and Chandler and Joey going to a strip club where it's a bunch of nerdy guys I mean, going, there's some women here. Given that Jess had realised she was a lesbian, I probably spent the whole time going, I wonder if Jess fancies her too. <laughs> <laughs> like, do we both think she's hot? Like, it just probably wouldn't have helped. Um, but Joey has arrived to his job and he's trying to enact that plan I mentioned earlier. Yeah, so Charleston Heston goes on to give Joey uh, some important advice. Uh, the key focus of Mark is to never burst into his dressing room. Yeah, like, you know, the start of it is, like, Charlton Heston is, like, very much like a man's man in terms of his, like, voice. Like, you can listen to him talk and be like, oh, I need to listen to this guy. Yeah, this sage advice coming from yeah. this old man. I like how it starts, he's like, everyone thinks they stink at times. Yeah. And he's like, you're always being really fatherly and nice and helping Joey, but no, no, it's all to get there, get out of my dressing room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is great. Um, yeah, I really like the misdirection, though, how you think he's going to be nice, but no, he's not. He's just being a garage old man. Um, the girls and Chandler get back to the apartment uh, phase two was a failure uh, the girls are terrible guys and even though the strippers were super hot Chandler could only think of Kathy uh, and then the girls start talking amongst themselves 
They really were pretty, weren't they? Oh, oof. You know, I really like that fighter pilot one. Oh, Candy? Uh, oh, she was so spunky. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think if I were going to be with a woman, <laughs> it'd, it'd be with someone like Michelle, because she, oh, she was just so petite. See, I don't know. For me, it would have to be Chantal. <gasps> oh, Chantal. Chantal. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. This, oh. She had the smoothest skin. I mean, when I stuck that dollar bill in her G-string and grazed her thigh... Phase three! <laughs> I just achieved phase three! Really? I am totally picturing you with all those women! That's, that's not phase three? Well, I'm there, too! <laughs> all together like in a group? Stop it, they're killing me. I think I just moved on stage four. Oh, what is that? What is that? Where I don't want to have a relationship ever. I just want to have sex with strippers and my friends. Right, before we address the, the, the meat and bones of the clip, spunky. America, stop. Like, talk about a lack of, a lack of research. America needs to realise what that word means in Britain. What does it mean, Ryan? <laughs> Spunk. Is a different term for male ejaculate, for sperm, for semen. So when you say spunky, it means something entirely different in England. We know you mean, you know, like feisty and full of spirit and a go-getter attitude. But in England, it just means jizz. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of words that um, over here are quite rude, but are on American TV. And like, even in The Simpsons and stuff like that, you're like, oh, you could not use that word here. That's quite offensive. Yep. I can't, there's a show I used to watch and one of the episodes, oh, she's full of spunk. And every time... <laughs> You've just started laughing because it, it means to be entirely different, and Americans need to stop using the word. Well, so the same was like the word bloody. Like over here, like I think bloody used to be offensive on TV for a little while. But over in America, they're like, oh no, bloody and bastard and stuff like that. They're perfectly fine to say over here because, you know, that's what the British use for their swears. It's like, no, they're. Yeah, you couldn't say bloody in, on yeah. you know, post pre watershed TV in yes. the UK. That was not the thing. But, I mean. I'm not going for a breakup, but listening to the girls describe which strippers they date definitely put me into phase three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the more you think about that, like you say, I've just achieved phase three. <laughs> that's, not, that's not really something Charlie should be saying in front of his friends. It's not. I just uh, love how they're like, but Rachel's like, oh, but you're there like in a group? And it's like, <laughs> she knows exactly what she's saying. And Jenna's just like, I'm there too, of course. And it's just... It's very good. Yes, it's very funny, but then it's also kind of a bit creepy where he's like, I can totally picture you with all those women. Like, it's his friend. You don't want to be pictured naked with all these women. No, but, you know, they're being supportive. They are, like, especially when Rachel's like, you know, when I, like, put that in a G-string and, like, greased her thigh, like, you know what what he's thinking. Too much. Achieve says free, which now sounds like a euphemism, to be fair. I think it does, yes. Uh, I like the way he goes through, you know, into phase three and phase four. In just a moment. Yeah, which is never having a relationship again and just sleeping with your friends. Is that something people wish they could do? Uh, maybe. I know that when I've been into phase four, it's been like, hmm, I know lots of pretty ladies. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> They've never wanted me before, but they definitely they might, might now. Now <laughs> no, I'm sad and miserable. <laughs> that and might, how, it might suddenly be appealing. And how did that work out for you, Ryan? Yeah, 50-50. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Um, we're now at Central Park. For the first time of the episode, Mark, um, which I just thought you'd appreciate. Yeah, I always appreciate it, because normally it's like, we're at Central Park again at the start of the episode, so at, being at the end, that's yeah, a nice, nice way. Balances out nicely. Um, yeah, we're at Central Park, and we're now at Central Park uh, for the first time of the episode, and uh, Joey is sulking about missing out on the strip club. As I said before, like, yeah, I can understand missing out, but at the same time, they're not that, not that enjoyable. No. Um... But Chandler comforts him by saying that he'll get his chance as to a thousands of women out there waiting to screw him over. Yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, I'm sure it's the same for women. There's thousands of men out there ready to screw you over as well. Yep. You know, Chandler's back to his usual optimistic self when, he, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to dating. Um, but then Ross joins the gang and gives them all an update about Emily. Oh, and you, Rach. Oh, hey. hey. You were so right. What? Uh, what you said about us finally being in a place where we could really be happy for each other. I mean, I, I, I admit, I, I wasn't quite there. You know, I mean, the thought of you and that, that Josh guy. Joshua. Joshua guy at that club, dancing, having a good time. Mm. And the thought of it kind of, 
you know? Yeah. But now, huh? but now, <laughs> I'm totally there. I'm, I'm finally where you are. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, and, <laughs> and thank you for Emily. Oh, no problem. I'm so glad I could help. <laughs> you know, happy for you. <laughs> happy for you. Oh, no, happy for you. <laughs> Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. Really happy with that tone. And, you know, <laughs> it's just, I mean, yeah, breakups can be tough and people, you know, move on at different paces. But like, like Ross, I think, is being just quite honest rather than trying to poke at Rachel because he doesn't know what's happened. He's like, oh, you know, I've, I felt I was going to be really sad that you're with this new Josh guy and everything. And, but, you know, thankfully I found someone now so we can both be happy. And she's like, yeah, you got someone and I got, you know, had to hit, hit a woman in the face. Yeah, like, Ross is being, like, impressively honest, where he's like, you know, I have to admit, I wasn't quite there, but, you know, now I am. Now, it's a little bit sad that they both seem to think that being okay means being with someone else. Like, really, guys, you mm. should be okay with being by yourself and then work on finding someone else. You don't need to, you don't need your partner to be a therapist, guys. No. But, you know, but still. Uh, yeah, I, th- well, I think a lot of people like this, especially nowadays, where if you're not in a relationship, you have no worth. She's just weird. Yeah. Like, breakups are tough, and, you know, you, people are sad for what they've lost or, you know, the future they could have had. And it's nice being with people, for sure. Yeah. But you don't need to have someone who's, who lives with you 24-7 to be in your life in that way to justify it. Yeah, you don't need... You, your value should be derived from within, not from, you know, somebody else. Yeah. Now we sound like we eat, pray, love, but, yeah, I stand by the point. Um, let me get the credits. Uh, and uh, Chandler is having a dream involving the girls and some strippers. Uh, Joshua enters, but it's not really Joshua. Um, but give him a break. He's never seen him, as uh, Rachel points out. She's like, that's not Joshua. And it's like, I've never seen the guy. So, you know, we, but it's actually the smoking guy from earlier in the strip club. Who, oh, is it? Yeah, okay. Who tells Phoebe that her and her baby should go to a different strip club. <laughs> <laughs> he's there, which I like. Just a nice touch of, you know, like Chandler's dream. He's just filling it with people he's actually yes. seen, which was quite cool. Um, um, I, I really like this scene where, you know, he's, he's got the, the women in bikinis He's got Rachel there as well. And he's like, you know, oh, you do this, do this. And then, like, Rachel, like, says, like, oh, maybe you should do this. It's like, oh, you just do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. And he's, like, trying to be a proper, I want to say, uh, not an actor, like a director. Like, yeah, you know, just go with the moment. Go with the moment, you know. He's, he's, he's a little bit camping how he does it, which is how you think of, a, like, a theatre director yep. doing all this. And it's absolutely brilliant. But then it's just the way his dream twists it does joshua but not joshua arrives and uh, it seems he likes chandler a lot more than uh, chandler's comfortable with and now suddenly chandler's desperate to wake up yes which gave me a good chuckle on, on the end of the episode to be fair yeah well, you know we've all had these dreams that are, that are nice and then they twist and suddenly become like nightmares yeah um and yeah i guess that, that's chandler's nightmare is a man getting physically close to him which is you know hasn't aged well i guess but i don't know i think that's fine like he you know he's he's reached phase four he's wanting all these attractive women and suddenly the big bald man is the one who's interested in him yeah i mean i guess you could look at it in multiple ways to be fair and we won't go roger on it on the no i I think this is a really really fun scene yeah but overall i think the episode's a lot of fun um both in terms of you know a big moments of you know the friends canon you know meeting emily for the first time is is a big moment yeah i feel like over the next few episodes you're definitely going to be like hey mark remember when you used to hate ross but now you hate emily like (laughs) emily is definitely the character i hate the most in friends um yeah there's, there's just you know like paolo is like fun like in what he's doing and the the scenes that I, just any scene that emily is in i just don't enjoy and a lot of it does come down to the accent the things she's talking about like she's really jarring compared to like anyone else in the cast of friends and i'm talking about you know gumpfer and trigger and everyone else like they you know, yes they're all from new york and stuff they all fit in her character feels like a separate person has written this in after getting the script oh okay being a bit anglophobic them are but uh yeah, this sounds like a Patreon episode to me. Maybe, maybe. we can explore maybe, our most. Maybe. You know, people always talk about their favorite characters. We could explore our most despised characters. I mean, Fro- uh, Ross does marry her, so you know, maybe the the, the hate is transference. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't really like Emily a lot. But you're right; it's, this is a big moment, and I think so far we haven't seen anything that's likable about her. Anyway, we've seen her be angry, and then she saw a deer in the the woods. Yeah. Where she's overly excited. But we, she's stolen a Ross away from us as well. If it's not for Emily, we wouldn't get one of my favourite Ross moments in All of Friends. So I'm happy she's there, <laughs> which is 
when uh, he's showing off the ring. Yes. And Rachel's one. Rachel's like, you should know. You've bought enough of them. And Ross is like, you didn't get one, did you? <laughs> it's just a nice cheap shot. But yeah, it's one of my favorite Ross moments. So I'm looking forward to getting to that. And I really enjoy all the Chana stuff. I think there's a, a lot of, you know, relatability with Chandler. Maybe not quite so closely. But, you know, we've all been in the situation where we've had someone cheat on us or break up with us or whatever. And we're just sad and like, well, what's the point in getting with anyone stuff? And you know, as you said earlier, like you do need your friends around you to help you out. Yeah, it can be a dark time. Yes, and uh, you know, luckily China has lots of friends because you know Joey ditched him by being stinky, and Ross ditched him for another woman. So at least he had these other friends who maybe didn't quite give him the experience he needed. No, but they found a, a, a different way through the phases for him. It's also a dark time because no more Kathy Mark. And yes, yes, I know. Yes, we need to take a moment silence for you for <laughs> Kathy. Uh, but yeah, other than that, like the. The Joey stuff is pretty short and fine. I quite quite like that. We get to see him doing his job for once, at least. Yeah, we often comment about how we like it when everyone's got something to do. Mm. And even though Joey has very little to do in this, it's still entertaining. And, you know, friends do love their guest stars. And we, we're definitely getting to the, the moments now where the gang tend to hang out in big groups, whereas in the early seasons it was like, oh, you know, Chandler and Joey are over here, but Ross is over here and Rachel and Phoebe are over here sort of thing. Yeah. And now it's just like, no, nah, the gang are just generally all together. I remember early seasons doing like show notes and it'd be like, and now we join, I'm back across town. And there was so many transitional bits where I was like, oh, yeah. can't you want to stay in one room forever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make my life easier. Um, but yeah, that's the episode. Uh, I think it's a fairly strong episode, to be fair. Not one of the all-time greats, but it's definitely, definitely decent. I think it's got its moments and definitely memorable lines, like I've reached phase three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm waiting for you to mention the socials now, Mark. Why would I mention the socials? You're the one Because the you would remember them. No, you can contact us um, on Twitter, at Watching Friends. No. I don't remember them. I've been to hide them. How can you not remember? Right, we're in season four. Yep. We have done... You know, over like 80 episodes at this point or around that that number and you still can't remember three three words no because we were in greece and my oh, okay my, <laughs> my, my partner mentioned that she thinks i might have alzheimer's because i forget things or well, we had like deep conversations like months ago about our futures or whatever and i completely forgotten them we have a conversation about an argument we had and i couldn't for the life of me remember what the argument was about and i was like i can't tell her that I don't remember what the argument was about because that's going to start off. <laughs> I was like, just going to have to tell her that I don't know why we got mad at each other yeah. because I clearly got over it, I've completely <laughs> forgotten it. And then, yeah, she's now convinced that I've got memory loss. So it's not a shock, Mark. It shouldn't be a shock to you that I don't remember things. I don't think you got Alzheimer's. I think you're just stupid. Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> so the explanations go. It's perfectly valid. Yeah, so we're on Twitter. I don't even know if that's going to exist next week because uh, Fred's by Facebook has launched. We need a Fred's account, I think. There's every like six months there's some new yeah, social media yeah. page oh, but it doesn't go anywhere. When it comes to Twitter though, like it feels like every every week, like Elon is like, it's not. It's ever seen the film Brewster's Millions? Uh huh. So for those who haven't seen it, Brewster's Millions, uh, this is a, what's a late eighties film. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets given a million dollars, but he has to spend it all within like what's it, forty eight hours or something? It's ridiculous. And it? if he spends it all, then he gets to keep keep it all. Or something like that. Yeah, he gets given like a massive fortune, but to keep the fortune, he needs to spend a million in whatever time, yeah. and then he gets the rest of it. Basically. And and he has a lot of trouble because there there are some rules. Like you can't just give it away, and you can't just like you know give it all in one go or or blow it on nothing. Like it has to be worthwhile. And he's like, eventually, he has difficulty like spending the money. Which in this day, you'd just be like, I'll just buy that house. Done. Yeah. The end. <laughs> I'll buy that uh, one bedroom flat. Yeah. <laughs> million pounds. Um. But, you know, and it feels like with Twitter, like Elon Musk is like, you know, he's, he's had to do this pact where it's like, you need to like get rid of, like close down Twitter within like six months, but you've got to do it in a way that everyone leaves. You yeah. can't just shut it down. The cricket goes bankrupt, the cricket can write it off yeah. against tax. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, uh, so every week there seems to be something new. But yeah, so you can find us at Twitter at Watch Friends Pod, hopefully. Uh, Facebook, Watch Friends Pod as well. And you can find us at Patreon, which is the more, most important one. Yeah, patreon.com forward slash watching friends. That one I remember. Yeah, that's that's the only one you remember. And uh, we've also got a website, which I should update at some point. It's very, very ugly looking. I knocked it up in like a day or two. Um, again, I don't have time. I need We need more money so I can make this my full-time job. Yeah, Mark needs to fix that, so join our Patreon. Yeah, uh, so I can make a, a bit better looking website. But it's, it's really just there, just so the feed can be found. Um, 
and you can write to us there or you can leave us reviews on apple podcasts did i get that one right this time ryan yep and google podcasts don't know and spotify and amazon podcasts amazon still have like apps. yeah i think they do i think we're on amazon we're on we're on everywhere so wherever you found us, you can write a review. We might find it. We're not going to find it on Amazon. <laughs> no. I'll no. be honest. No, just leave it on Apple Podcasts because that's the one that... That's where most of our listeners come from. Yeah. Um, easy to use. Yeah, so you can write to us and tell us what you think of the episode and give us some critique. Tell us how we're terrible or how we're great. Mostly how we're great. We like that more. Yes, definitely. We're very fragile child of people here. Yep, and then, and then put your praise into money form and then put it on the Patreon. Yes, that's great. <laughs> that's what we like. I want to go back to Greece. Yeah, okay. So, so hang on. If I do that, I'm, uh, a thousand people? Yeah. Basically, every single person that listens to us needs to donate. Yeah, and then we'll do a live episode in Greece. Sounds good. No, we will not misappropriate the funds, I promise. I'll be good. Okay. Yep. And with that, that's the end of the show. So it's a goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me as well. <laughs>